0: Welcome to the Flight of the Spirit podcast with Shana Dorsey. This is Season 1, Episode 1. Today's podcast is titled, The Secret Place of the Ascent. It is important in the last days that we discover a place called the Secret Place of the Ascent. And it's found in Song of Solomon. 2.14, and this particular translation, the Young's literal translation, describes a secret place of the ascent where, in the Song of Solomon, the man, the bridegroom, who represents Jesus, tells his bride, Let me hear your voice, my dove, in the cleft of the rock, in the secret place of the ascent. For your voice is lovely and your face is lovely. So that is essentially um, the theme of this podcast uh, episode, is how do we access the secret place of the ascent, especially in the last days, beloved. We are in deep, 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 deep into the last days. And I know sometimes in our church circles, in our Christian circles, um, the last days can be sort of a dull or frightening topic. It can seem like, well, it's been about, you know, 2,000 years since Jesus ascended. And we're still in the last days. Things have been going on like this for a long time. I don't really feel any special pressure or any special uh, um, prodding to do anything about us being in the last days. And I can understand that position. However, the word of God clearly says that Jesus is coming back and that we should always be watching and praying because we do not know the day or hour our Lord will return. And I think a great uh, metaphor That can help us um, actually comes from the Lord Himself. The Lord in Matthew 24, verse 8, describes signs of the times and he calls them birth pains. So the signs of the times include things like wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, pestilences, or diseases. And Jesus called these things birth pains. And when you think about birth pains or contractions, basically labor pains, a woman will have them right on up until the point that she gives birth. So you can think about all of history, and you can think about all of the times we've had earthquakes, wars, and rumors of wars, And you can see them as those first contractions. However, the more contractions that a woman has in the natural, the more she understands that she has to get ready because the baby can be birthed at any moment. It's the same way with us. Just because we have seen signs of the times throughout church history does not mean that we should not prepare for the Lord's return because we don't know which contraction will be the one that births the return of the Lord. So it's very important that we stay uh, ready because we don't know when we're having these contractions if it's going to be that last contraction that's going to um, take us home to be with the Lord. So that's just a great way for uh, me to think about the end times. And I hope that helps you as well, that uh, we are in the midst right now of some intense birth pains with you know the pandemic, COVID-19, um, just strange and funny weather patterns in general, um, like, in you know, increased storms and, um, like, very, uh, just uh, increased wildfires in California and just the overall increase of persecution of Christians. We are definitely living in the last days. Um, and just going even further, um... Because we're in the last days, we are definitely going to need to go to a higher level because the earth is shaking. You know, the Lord said that he would shake everything that could be shaken. And so we don't necessarily want to be on the ground when the shaking starts. We want to um, be in a secure place. And I believe the secret place of the ascent um, is going to be that secure place for us. And so, um, Before I dive into uh, some instructions on how you can be in that secret place of the ascent, I want to just look a little further into um, Jesus' words about the last days. Um, And that's going to be found in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, or Luke 21, or Mark 13. But I like um, Matthew 24. And there's a particular... Have a verse that um, has that has really stood out to me this past uh, week the Lord has put it on my heart and he has instructed me to do this podcast on that particular verse so it's gonna be Matthew 24 verses 15 through 16 and just to give some context Jesus is um, teaching his disciples about his return. They are, they are asking him what are going to be the signs of the end and the signs of your coming. So Jesus um, just spends that, that time talking with his, dis- his disciples in what's called the Olivet Discourses. and He tells them what they can look for, uh, and it's important to give you just a little more background information. He really um, is teaching from the Old Testament. He is actually teaching particularly from the book of Daniel. And the book of Daniel has um, just uh, a lot of end times teaching in it. But Daniel chapter 9 is known in eschatology or end times uh, theological circles as probably the clearest timeline of end times events. So Jesus goes all the way back to that. Um. And he's just uh, giving his disciples clues that they can use as they're studying Daniel chapter 9 and then hearing his words. So um, we're going to just kind of hone in on this. So Matthew 24, chapter. uh, So Matthew 24, verses 15 through 16. And Jesus says, So when you see the abomination of desolation, Um, And this is in the Amplified Translation. It says, The appalling sacrilege that astonishes and makes desolate, spoken by the prophet Daniel in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then those who are in Judea flee to the mountains for refuge. So there's a lot of deep revelation here. And when you're approaching any of the... um, scriptures, especially any of the end times passages, um, you definitely need to see it in sort of three layers. Um, And this is just a simple way to think about it. You have to look at it in terms of the past, the present, and the future. Now there are some people who only see um, the events in the end times as already having happened. And these people are called uh, preterists, Um, just the official, you know, theological term. So they say that all of the intense prophecies have been fulfilled. So there are some who are full preterists who say all of them have been fulfilled. Then there are some who are partial who say only some of them have been fulfilled. Um, So if we're looking at this passage in Matthew 24, verses 15 through 16, if we're just looking at that and we apply this lens, so if we look at it from the past, um, just from where we are right now. Jesus's words did come to pass in a physical way. Um, when he talks about Jerusalem being surrounded with armies and many other things, those things actually did happen. So in uh, AD 70, Jerusalem was surrounded by armies. The Romans invaded it. There was a lot of destruction of the Jewish temple. So in that respect, That prophecy was fulfilled in the past for us. However, when you're taking a look at this passage and applying it with the present lens, that's going to be the most spiritual lens. And that's sort of the I am, that's the right now. So the spiritual way of looking at this passage is going to um, apply to any time frame. And it can be on multiple levels. And then if you look at it from a future lens, I look at the future as the final and ultimate fulfillment. This is going to be um, the fullest fulfillment and the last thing, the last time it ever happens. And that's going to be the book of Revelation manifesting. Um, And so we are not, I believe, in that future full and final fulfillment. We are currently just experiencing um, end times events in a spiritual, cyclical way. So it's not the full fulfillment. It's a partial fulfillment. So looking at... um, Matthew twenty-four, verses fifteen through sixteen, and I'm going to apply a spiritual interpretation to this. The signs of the times are happening in many form, but they will have a bigger fulfillment. Once we enter into what's called the the tribulation, which is the seven year period, um, and it's the final uh, seven years of the world be- before the Lord comes and um restores Israel and defeats the Antichrist. So we'll go into more of a um, step-by-step look into how the end times are going to happen later on in the podcast. But right now I just want to focus on Jesus' words here in Matthew 24 and how it relates to the secret place. So Jesus says that those in Judea, they should go ahead and flee to the mountains for refuge. So, again, physically, naturally, people in Israel can go to the actual area of the mountains. In the end times, in the future, when people are in tribulation, they can physically go to the mountains. However, spiritually, when we are experiencing these end time cycles and these end time contractions, um, as we anticipate the final fulfillment, um we can spiritually go to the mountains. And the mountains do re- represent the secret place in the scriptures. Um, the mountains are a high place. And the land of Judea actually is, um, it was uh, when Israel was, was divided and split into two kingdoms, um, Israel proper, and then there was a, a Ju- Judea. And Judea comes from the word Judah, which means praise. So Judea actually represents the, um, the remnant, or uh, the people of praise, people who are close to God, worshipers. So these people who are in Judea, Jesus is telling them to go and flee to the mountains for refuge. So what he's basically saying is, if you are a worshiper, if you are someone close to him, if you're a remnant, you're faithful, you're not asleep, you're not you know, backslidden, you're going to understand his instructions and you are going to actually flee to the mountains. Okay, you're going to flee to the mountains. And I want to just take that scripture, flee to the mountains, go to a higher place. I want us to trace this in the scriptures to show you how it's related to the secret place. So um, in Song of Solomon 2.14 in NIV, it says, My dove in the clefts of the rock... In the hiding place of the mountainside show me your face let me hear your voice for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely okay and again in the young's literal translation it says my dove in a secret place of the ascent so the mountainside is um hidden it's a hiding place it's a secret place and when the end time signs are happening all around we need to go and flee to the mountainside. We need to go to the secret place. And Psalm 27 verses 4-5 through 5 NIV It says, One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon the rock. This is from the New International Version translation. So right here, we're seeing that connection between the high place, rock, and then the mountains. So in Psalm 27, verse 5, he says, in the day of trouble so this is going to be during the end times end times events end times shaking god will keep you in your in his dwelling and he will hide you in the shelter of his sacred tent and set you high upon the rock so this again is a picture of the secret place and it's important from you know just the song of solomon and psalm 27 to understand that the secret place is a high place um Psalm 91, whoever dwells in the secret place of the Most High, it says. So the secret place is not a low-level place. It's not on the ground. It's high. It's high on the rock. So as you see these signs of the times, it's not a time for you to just go to sleep, to ignore them, or just say, oh, we're in the end times. And then you continue your normal routine this is not the time to do that the end times is a time for you to ascend in prayer it's a time for you to go to a higher place in your prayer life okay so we can ascend or go up in prayer who may ascend the hill of the lord he who has clean hands and a pure heart So you can go up higher. The end times is a place to flee to the mountains, to go up high. And Psalm 27, I think, gives us that pattern for how to ascend. It says, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the lord and to seek him in his temple so we see two really clear steps you're gonna be gazing on the beauty of the lord and you're gonna be seeking him in his temple so in order to ascend in prayer you really need to keep your eyes on jesus focused on him make him your one thing just like Mary of Bethany sat at Jesus' feet instead of Martha who was working. And Jesus said that Mary has done that one thing that's necessary and it won't be taken from her. So this is the one thing to sit at Jesus' feet and to gaze on his beauty. That is the simplest way to ascend. Um, and if you uh, you know have been in the prophetic movement, you probably have heard of the term the seer realm. You know, being a seer, having dreams, uh, visions and trances and heavenly visionary phenomena. All of that, the seer realm. The seer realm has really kind of like two, two steps or phases in it. One is just kind of like your spiritual senses are open. You're just looking. You're seeing into the spiritual realm. And then the next phase of the seer realm is actually you go up and you ascend in prayer. And so... This method of you just focusing on Jesus kind of is like a shortcut to go up really high in the spirit. Um, A lot of people will spend a lot of time, you know, studying how they can have more visions, how they can see more angels, and they actually will stay at a low level as a seer or as somebody that has discernment. But if you're just focusing on Jesus, that's going to be the key to unlocking glory. And you're just going to accelerate in the spirit where you're just going to be high and exalted by god because you're in the glory because to gaze at jesus is to see the glory of god because the glory of god is actually hidden in the face of christ so when you gaze at jesus you are actually contemplating the glory of the lord second corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 we with unveiled bridal, unveiled bridal faces gaze steadily at the glory of the lord we contemplate the glory of the lord are being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to another which comes from the lord who is the spirit so it is through your gazing your contemplation it's called contemplation contemplative prayer you're gazing at jesus that you are given um, the ability to just go up higher in the spirit and go up to the highest realms of the seer realm, of the heavenly places, just through prayer and intimacy and focusing on Jesus, gazing at Christ, looking at his face. That's all it takes. All it takes is to get into his presence at his feet and just gaze on his face. And then after that, you're going to go up higher in the spirit. You're going to go to that secret place of the ascent where Jesus will ask you, let me see your face and let me hear your voice. Gonna be that lover's gaze, that getting lost in his eyes, getting lost in his presence, and that's gonna keep you in the day of trouble, in the last days. So, those of you who are in Judea, flee to the mountains when you begin to see these end time signs. This is a time where you are to go deeper into prayer not basic regular prayer not just petition prayer not just ask God for what you want prayer but intimate contemplative prayer intimacy oriented prayer intimacy focused prayer intimacy to know Jesus to know God We called our husband and bridegroom for a reason, because he made us for connection and love and intimacy, because God is love. Because God is love, he created us to be in love with him so that we can be in God. So as you focus on knowing God, loving God, seeing God, You are going to go up higher in the spirit and you're going to be kept safe in that evil day. You're going to be able to ascend above the spiritual warfare, above um, the crazy things that are going to be happening in this world. And you're not going to be subject to the principalities, the powers, and the rulers of darkness. You're not going to be subject to um, the shaking because you're high up on the rock. Jesus is the rock. We're called to be hidden in Christ. And when we flee to the mountains, we flee to Christ we get into the cleft of the rock, the cleft of Christ. We hide in his side. We hide in him. And we become one with him again, even as Eve was hidden within Adam. So Christ is the one we're hidden within. So, beloved, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you are inspired to ascend into the secret place and to be the bride of Christ, to be Eve hidden in the second Adam to be hidden in Christ to be in that high place and all starts with a simple gaze sitting down in prayer just saying God I just want to know you Jesus I want to know you more maybe spend 30 minutes or so however long the Lord leads you to and just rest in his presence just sit in his presence just sit and rest and then if he opens your eyes, see if you begin to actually see him, and if you do, encounter him, and you're probably going to start to have some spiritual experiences where you may feel like you're flying, and many other things that can happen when you're experiencing raptures, and flight of the spirit, all of that. There are definitely systematic ways or steps and things that you can do um, to help these encounters, and we'll talk about that um, as time goes on. But for now, I just want you to just practice the stillness of being in His presence because that's going to unlock the secret place of the ascent. So be blessed. <music>